Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately, unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Well, hello there, sweet mamas. I am so excited and glad to be back to pour into you uh, this week, to give you a fresh perspective, an idea, an understanding on a concept that I think is super, super important as we go through our health and our weight loss journey. And so how fast we lose weight doesn't matter if we don't learn and understand this one lesson. And this one lesson I want you to really grasp and wrap your brain around because I think if we miss this lesson, then we end up having to lose and relose and relose the weight that we are trying to let go of. So this session, this chat that I want to have with you today is how fast you lose the weight does not matter. It will not matter if you don't learn this one lesson as you go along. And one of the biggest lies perpetuated in the health and weight loss industry is that fat weight loss is good weight loss. Yes, you can lose weight quickly, but it's bad for you. My friends, listen, it's bad for you. I don't care how many ways you dice it and slice it. Fast weight loss, rarely, if ever, not in my experience, has been good weight loss, okay? I talk to women all the time who restrict, restrict, restrict to lose weight or who do these drastic diets in order to lose weight quickly, right? And then they make one mistake. They have one off meal. They have one vacation, one date night, one girl's night, and the weight comes back with vengeance. I mean, I can raise my hand and testify to that 17 different times, 17 different diets that I've ever tried. And I know you on the other side of this audio or on the other side of this camera can raise your hand and say, yeah, I was doing X, Y, and Z, one vacation, one date night, one girl's night, the end, game over, right? There are so many problems with losing weight too quickly, and we'll get into them. But the biggest problem with quick weight loss is that it doesn't address the mental aspect of health. Listen, y'all, when you come into my program and we talk about health and weight loss, this is, you'll hear me say it anytime I get on a discovery call with somebody. When we address your weight loss, we have to focus on food plus brain, intake plus mindset. It has to happen that way. If we do not, we will constantly chase our tail. We will constantly run in the hamster wheel of trying to get to where we want to go, self-sabotaging, trying to get to where we want to go, self-sabotaging. Okay. I've been in your shoes, my sweet friend. I forked out tons of money for quick weight loss solutions, pills, wraps, all the things, right? I've tried all the diets. I've done all the cool blasting. I've done the wraps. I know how it feels to be so desperate that you'll do anything to get the results that you want. But I also know 
how frustrating it is when those things don't work out or how it feels after you put in all the work and the weight comes back so quickly because you can't live in restriction or you can't live by these crazy rules that are a must if that's the results that you want to keep. I've even had this experience with macro tracking. A few years ago, I trained for a bodybuilding competition and I dwindled and whittled myself down to a single digit body fat percentage. On the outside, I looked amazing. I had so many people tell me, oh my gosh, this has got to be the fittest you've ever been. You've got to be so healthy and so fit. And it's crazy because as these people are saying this to me in my brain, I'm like, this is the most unhealthy I have ever been in my body, in my brain, in my entire life. I knew that I looked good and I based my worth on that and I sacrificed my mental peace, my, my mental sanity and my lifestyle. My worth as a mother, as a wife, as a business owner, everything was based on my appearance and my ability to stick to a diet or a workout plan. Gosh, that's like a ton of stinking pressure, right? And behind the scenes, I wasn't okay. I was binging. I was hiding food wrappers so no one would know what I ate. I would punish myself with harder or longer workouts at the gym. And I knew this wasn't going to be good for me, but I couldn't give up looking like I did. Even after my competition was over, I didn't want to go back to eating more or working out less. My mind wasn't able to keep me, uh, wasn't able to keep up the low calorie diet that a bodybuilding competition required. And listen, my friends, that's because it shouldn't. And it was right not to. That's not how I was meant to live. Being in that place for too long wasn't healthy, but because I had tied my worth up to the skill, the body fat percentage and all of all of those superficial things, the way that I looked in the mirror, I couldn't see the scale go up. It was just blasting my brain and I was struggling with it, right? It took this experience to be on the other side of weight loss to realize that it didn't matter what the scale said if I didn't work on my mental health. And here's the deal. When I worked on my mental health, the weight loss <laughs> happened easier. I didn't have to be crazy strict and in this deficit and overworking out when my brain was in the right space. When my brain was not in the right space, the only solution that I could come up with was restrict and work out more. It's wild, you guys. And I say this to people all the time when I get on journeys with them or I get on phone calls with them. If your brain is not in a space to allow you to win, you you can win temporarily, but it's always going to default to broken and stuck. I'm going to share the two most important things that you can do for your mindset if you want to lose weight at a sustainable pace and live your healthiest life, okay? So jot these down if you're listening to this or you're watching this, jot it down. If you're in your car and you're listening to it, just turn it up so that you can so that you can hear this loud and clear, okay? Step one, recognize how your thoughts are impacting your weight. Whether you're currently on a weight loss journey or you are looking to get started, you need to realize just how powerful your thoughts are. Every action we we take starts with a thought. You don't eat a donut without thinking about it first. You don't. People tell me all the time, I don't know how I got to the bottom of the ice cream container. Yes, you do. You aren't aware of it, but there was a thought that led to eating the pint of ice cream. And you don't prepare turkey, bacon, and eggs without thinking about it, my friends. Everybody thinks about it. Just because you're not aware of it doesn't mean that you are not thinking about blasting through that carton of ice cream or you're not thinking about egg whites, veggies, whole, you know, lean proteins. It always comes with a thought. So if you want to make a healthy decision, you have to start recognizing the role your thoughts are playing in your life and your ability to reach your goals. So 
Today, I want to focus on one thought that will help you no matter where you're at in your journey. The thought, I can't, is going to stop you dead in your tracks every time. If you want to start a weight loss journey and think, I can't do it, it's too intimidating, then you're right. You won't do it. And if you're on a weight loss journey and you think, I can't make it to my goal, then you're right too. You won't make it to your goal. I know this sounds so simplistic and so simple. You probably heard this when you were a little kid. If you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Well, my friends, there's a ton of truth to that, right? And here's why. Hey, here's why. That saying people told us when we were little and then they never told us like, how does that work? What do you mean? If I think I can or I think I can't, I'm right. Well, let me share with you. Thinking I can't shuts down the brain's ability to be creative and problem solve. It is literally creating a pothole right where you're trying to go. When you think I can't, your brain cannot creatively problem solve to get you to the next step. That's why you feel stuck. You've already told yourself that your goal is impossible and your brain literally turns its head on your goal and goes in a different direction. Okay. But just because you've had an, I can't do this, do that thought, it doesn't mean you're stuck forever. I have a simple tool that will help you overcome what's stopping you and make taking the next step much, much easier. So when the I can't thought pops into your head, first, first and foremost, my friends, recognize that you're having that thought. Awareness is everything. We can change nothing without awareness. Then here's the next thing to do. Create a bridging thought with the phrase, I'm capable of. Now, a bridging thought will help you make a realistic or a believable step between where you are now and where you want to go, right? So I'm not asking you to jump, just take a little leap, right? A bridging thought should be something that is within your realm of possibility, something that you could believe. If it feels too big, then take a step back, right? And make your bridging thought just a little bit smaller. And when you start to live up to that thought, you'll realize what you're capable of. And then you'll be able to use that thought to bridge you to another thought that takes you towards your goals and then another and then another. So let me give you an example. Okay. I'm going to use coffee because y'all know how I feel about coffee. I love coffee. Okay. So if normally you stop at Starbucks every day and then decide that that's not a healthy habit that you want to keep around, I'm not saying this is me. I'm just saying if I had this thought, this is what I would do. Okay. Then decide when you decide that that's not a happy, healthy, goodness, habit that you'd like to change and you want to change it. The first thought that will pop in your head will probably be, I can't give up my coffee. It's what I use to survive. And mama, I get it, girl. I love my Starbucks too. If you asked me to give it up, I'd have the same thought. So instead of thinking, I can't give it up, let's create a bridge. Okay. Cause the, the, I can't is to, I want to give it up completely. Okay. What's one thing that you are capable of doing with your Starbucks? Could you cut it out on just one day a week? Right? So then the bridging thought would be, I'm capable of going to Starbucks five or six days a week. Now, listen, y'all, isn't that so much easier to swallow than I can't have Starbucks or I can't quit. I drink Starbucks every single day and I just can't quit. I can't not do it. If your goal is to change that habit and to be different in that goal, 
thinking the thought I'm capable of going to Starbucks five or six days a week. If your habit is to go seven, eight, nine, 10 times a week, that I can swallow that I could wrap my brain around and that I could do. And that's how we get to our goals, not by making huge jumps, but by making small bridges and changes that allow us to get one step closer each day. Okay. So that's step one, a bridging thought to shut out. I can't and start thinking I am capable of, and then put what you are actually capable of in that blank. And that's the next step in bridging over to, I only go to Starbucks once a week or Starbucks is an every now and then treat for me, not an everyday thing for me, right? Depending on what your goal is, but that I can't will stop your progress in its tracks. Your brain will shut down any creative capability of solving that problem. And if you want to achieve that goal, don't shut down your ability to creatively problem solve. So then start thinking the thought, I am capable of, and then fill in the blank with the next bridging thought, the next bridging sentence that you do believe and you could achieve and you could get to, okay? Step number two, reprioritize what your dream health looks like, okay? I want you to think about your health goals and see if that's what you really want your goal to be. Most of us have an idea of a weight that we want to hit. And I don't know why we were taught that the number on the scale was the most important metric to base our health on. But honestly, it's not serving 99% of my clients for us to just focus on that scale weight, right? My ideal weight is not what it was three, five, 10 years ago. It's even different than when I started my weight loss journey. I used to think that I needed to see a certain number on the scale to be happy. And, and I reached that goal. But as I explained earlier, that weight wasn't what made me happy. In fact, that number made me extremely unhealthy and a little bit crazy upstairs, right? Because I didn't understand what I was going to have to sacrifice to get down into the 130s, right? When I changed my goal from some made up number and focused on living a healthy life overall, everything changed. I ate food to nourish my body because it tasted good. I worked out because I liked the feeling of feeling strong. Even though my weight went up, I was so much happier. I was so much stronger. I had a clearer head. I was doing things that were good for me. There is a cost to reaching our ideal weight, especially if it's not ideal for our body and our lifestyle. And sometimes it's worth the cost to reach that goal, but sometimes it's not. And I think it's super important to have that self-awareness. What is it going to take for me to get there? Am I willing to do these things to get there? If the answer is yes, and you like your reasons for it, girl, get after it. If your answer is that sounds awful and not like something that's going to be healthy or good for me, then choose something different, right? I think the key here is knowing where you stand and knowing what it's going to cost you. And are you ready to commit to that, right? If you graduated high school 10 plus years ago and you've had a few babies, but your school weight is still your ideal weight, it might be time for you to really look at what it would take to get to that point and determine if it's worth the cost. As a 41-year-old woman, my high school weight should never be my goal. My college weight, where I was a two-sport college athlete, should never be my goal because I am a grown woman. That body does not serve me anymore. My body is shaped differently, but we get really hung up on what used to be and, and what it was. And listen, I'm not saying let's have, you know, goals where we don't challenge ourselves. Let's challenge ourselves, but let's also weigh out all the things that we're going to have to do to get there. That's important. That's important here. It's important here. And it's important in your body, right? When those things, those entities are at war, 
You can whittle yourself down. You will not be happy. I promise you. I've watched it happen in my own journey several times before. You may realize that it's not worth skipping out on Friday night pizza with the dinner with the family or drinks out with your girlfriends just to see that number on the scale. Now, listen, I'm not telling you go out every Friday and have pizza, go out every weekend and have drinks with the girls, right? Like there has to be a healthy balance. But on the other hand, you may realize that it's worth changing some of your eating habits so that you feel good in your skin. So you don't feel hungover. So your hormones don't dip because you drink alcohol three, four, five times a week, right? Either way, it's up to you and it's your choice how far you want to go to change your weight. But I don't want you to base your whole decision on the scale. I want you to look at other aspects of your life. Do you want to be the mom who eats what her family eats? Do you want to be the wife who is okay with going out for date night, even if it might bump the scale up for a day the next day? Do you want to be the friend who always has a healthy brunch suggestion? Do you want to be the girl at the gym who's working out to get stronger or skinnier? What is your goal? What's important to you? It's important to look at your life as a whole before you commit to just a weight goal, right? You can have a weight goal, but make sure that you have other things that are important to you in your world that you've thought those through so that you can continue to move in that direction in a healthy way. I like having the occasional Starbucks with my kids during the week. I like going out to eat for date night with my husband, but I know that I don't like doing that every single week every single day. It's not good for me. It's not good for them. And it's not going to help me feel good in the skin that I'm in. And as I've learned about my health and what it takes for me to feel my best, I reevaluated my habits and my life to make sure that whatever healthy goals I set are in alignment with what I want my life to look like. And because I've spent so much time working on my nutrition and my thoughts around the skill, I've been able to find a healthy balance where I can enjoy my food and my life. And that is the only thing that I want for my clients is let's work towards your goals. Let's find a healthy balance. Let's see what feels good. Let's see what challenges you. And, and let's, let's understand the process as we go. So that in that understanding, you can keep your results forever, not just for a moment. Mama, listen, you can have this too. You don't have to go out to eat every time that your kids ask. You can choose to prioritize your health and their health without sacrificing all the fun and memories. You can be healthy and live a full, vibrant life. I promise you that. I help busy mamas like you lose weight and put themselves first without guilt or shame. Because that's super important that not only do we get to where we want to go, that we achieve the goals that we want to achieve, but that we don't have guilt, shame, regret, overwhelm, frustration riddled throughout our entire journey. Now, listen, are you going to have moments of that? Yeah, but we want to have moments, not a lifestyle of shame, guilt, and regret where we question everything and we have no confidence and we have no faith in our ability to show up for ourselves. And if as you've been listening to this podcast or as you've been watching this masterclass in our private group, this resonates with you, girlfriend, you and I need to talk. You and I need to talk above or below, depending on where you're watching this. There's going to be an action for you to take or a link for you to click. Take the action, click on the link, schedule a free discovery call with me or start the conversation so we can draw clarity around where you're at, what's going on and how to help you get to where you want to go. All right, my friends that's what I have for you. I hope you have an incredible day until I see you next week. Be well, chat with you soon. Bye-bye for now. Mama, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. 
If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.